Coming up on Philosophy Talk. A book at bedtime. Alan Hutchison reads another extract from a series of bedside books. Number 32. The lady lies with her left leg planted firmly on the ground and the right hand waiting. The gentleman with the melon switches on the battery and places his left thigh on the edge of the swivel table, keeping the neck of the stuffed goose... The sun is out. The surf is up. Summer's on. Time to pick up a good book. Fiction. Non-fiction. What's on your reading list? You can't judge a book by looking at the cover. There's two kinds of reading. Uploading information and lingering over literature. You got your radio turned down too low. Turn it up. Our guest, Danielle Marshall, from Powell's City of Books. A summer reading list. Coming up on Philosophy Talk after the news. Welcome to Philosophy Talk, the program that questions everything. Uh, except your intelligence. I'm John Perry. And I'm Ken Taylor. We're coming to you from the studios of KALW in San Francisco. Continuing conversations that began at Philosopher's Corner on the Stanford campus. Today we're compiling a summer reading list. Joining us a little bit later will be a representative of Powell's City of Books in Portland, Oregon. She's going to tell us what's hot in bookstores and what soon will be hot in bookstores. We'll be talking about philosophically interesting fiction, nonfiction, and even some books written by uh, some philosophers. And we'd like you to join us. We want to know what you think and what you recommend. We'll be taking your calls in a bit. 1-800-525-9917. So, Ken, I don't think anything should be on your summer reading list because you've got a lot of writing to do. You're four years late on a book for a series I'm a co-editor of. Well, and I'm <laughs> going to get that book done this summer, John. So you're right. I won't be reading much except my own, uh, rereading my own writing to proofread it. Well, good. Then uh, reading the manuscript of your book can be on my summer reading list. <laughs> there you go. But tell me, what in in the past, in your memory, what, what, what things you've read in the summer have, have made a big impact on you? Well, you know, the first bit of philosophy I've, I ever remember reading was a book that was really hot when I was in high school. I think it was my senior year in high school. Uh, Persic Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance. I thought, wow, this philosophy stuff is really cool. You know, I, it didn't it didn't convince me to try and become a philosopher, but it really raised my estimation for the first time. I didn't know anything about philosophy until reading that book. Well, that is a fascinating book, and and in that book, he he talks about the University of Chicago. You ended up as a graduate student at the University of Chicago. Are you sure that that was just accidental? No, I don't know. And you know, some of the things he says about Chicago when I ended up in graduate school there resonated in my memory. I remember talking about McKeon and all this stuff. You well, know. you know, the University of Chicago philosophy department is is uh, maybe the most prominent American philosophy department in literature because. Uh, Persig talks about it, and Rudolf Carnap in his autobiography uh, talks yeah, about it. Yeah, well, tell me, tell me, what what did you read that made you think, hey, maybe I'll be a philosopher? What was the first uh, sort of eye-opening experience you well, had? Well, getting into philosophy for me was, was connected with uh, adolescent angst. And uh, my family used to, to go to church, and I was pretty skeptical about it, but I'd read the Bible, and then I came across the book of Ecclesiastes, and I, you know, I thought that was uh, uh, really great, great stuff. Vanity, all, vanity of vanity, says the teachers, all is vanity. You know, a generation goes, a generation comes, but the earth remains forever. That was terrific. And then I stumbled on this book, which I think belonged to my uncle and, and somehow wandered into our house. 
uh, Will Durant's Story of Philosophy. I think it's a great, great book. Uh, if I reread it, maybe I'd find some things I don't like about it. But he goes through the biographies of some philosophers and their views, and he makes them very engaging. Plato, Aristotle, so forth. The one that really grabbed me was Schopenhauer. So Schopenhauer. You, can, you yeah. can see the teenage angst again. Yeah. I tried to read the world as well as idea, world as will and idea. I didn't succeed in that, but I did read some of Schopenhauer's essays, and I, you know, I've pretty much been interested in philosophy ever since. Well, there you go. You know, we'll have to talk about. I mean, the the book that made me actually want to become a philosopher professionally, or think about it anyway, was reading Descartes' Meditations for the first time, believe it or not. I'm, I was just, I read that book, and I was up all night thinking about it, over week after week after week. And then I read Hume, and between Descartes and Hume, I was just swimming in a sea of doubt and, 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 and wondering what knowledge is, and it was just amazing. It was an and, amazing and, experience. And, and you've never really come to the surface. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. I have, man. All never. these years, you're still swimming in that sea of doubt. You know, we'll be able to, we'll, we'll have a lot more time to talk about books that we recommend others read and that we might read this summer. But, you know, we should start out by getting some uh, input for some, from some other folks. And our roving philosophical reporter, Polly Stryker, went out and talked to people about their favorite summer reading. She files this report. Everyone wants to read a good book for the summer. I asked people at a farmer's market and around San Francisco if they could recommend one book people should read, what would it be and why? I started with a well-read politician. This is Assemblyman Mark Leno. I represent San Francisco's 13th Assembly District in the California State Assembly. A book that I've read by Gore Vidal, and the book being The Golden Age, for anyone who has any interest in American history, especially at this time where we see this enormous power we've become on the planet and where it may be leading us. This is Gloria Duffy, president of the Commonwealth Club. I've recently read Karen DeYoung's biography of Colin Powell, the title of which is Soldier. It left an impression on me because it's a portrait of a fascinating man, the first African-American Secretary of State. How did he get into the position of recommending uh, that we invade Iraq? I'm Dave Seiler and I, I'm retired from the military. My books that I would recommend are Beatrix Potter books about those little rabbits. There's a lot of uh, philosophy and down-home wisdom within those simply written uh, children's books. My name is Reverend Megan Rohr, and my favorite book that really moved me is a book called Art and Lies by Jeanette Winterson. And it's a collage of a Catholic priest, a woman who was abused as a child, and Sappho, who is dead and speaking through all of them. My name's Glenn Black and I work in a mental health clinic here in the Tenderloin. Since we're in the middle of a food market and I'm thinking about food, Angelo Pellegrini, he wrote The Unprejudiced Palate. And he described his boyhood on a farm in Italy and he basically, in his talk about food and men cooking and men being interested, he gave me permission to cook. My name's Eric, I'm a librarian and uh, I recommend Lord of the Rings because it's a uh, book that you can read at various points in your life and it means something different every time you read it. My name is John Donahue. I live here in San Francisco. The one book that I would recommend is um, the story of Shackleton's adventure in Antarctica, uh, Endurance. To me that illustrates the amazing potential of the human will to survive and demonstrates incomparable leadership. The final word goes to the mayor of San Francisco. My name is Gavin Newsom. My favorite book, uh, The Bible, is my favorite book. 
<laughs> Isn't that what you say in, in debates? Which I have read as a good Catholic. Um, the one that I recommend more than anyone, there's two books. The Tipping Point by Malcolm Gladwell and the other book that has been profoundly important and influential to me, both in my private businesses as well as my public work, is called Built to Last, uh, which is an extraordinary book about the importance of institutionalizing change uh, and has profound, has had a profound impact on my uh, approach and philosophy of governance as well as my business. For Philosophy Talk, I'm Polly Stryker. You can listen to the rest of this episode by purchasing it on iTunes Music. Or for unlimited listening, subscribe to our archive at philosophytalk.org.